This is the World of Sports Network presentation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. Welcome to another episode of Monday Morning Football with the Guru. This is week eight edition, man. And let's get right at it, man. We have a hot, hot show today, man. So we're going to start with the Steelers and the Ravens. You know I got to talk about the AFC North battle, right? And then we're going to move on to South Beach, baby. You know, it's two or two or two or two a time. I got to do my little opinions about what I saw in Miami with two under Rams. And then we go to Detroit, baby. I got to talk about my Colts. Yes, man, I got to work you up about Nap Town, man. And then we stick in the Midwest and we go to Wisconsin and check out Aaron Rodgers and what's going on over there against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, after that, we go to New um, Buffalo. We saw the Bills and, um, and Bill Belichick taking on Sean McDermott and company over there with the Buffalo Bills. And then after that, you know we got to talk about the home team. We just kicked the 49ers butt. Man, we talk about the Seahawks in Russ We Trust and also about my man DK Metcalf, a.k.a. DK The Menace. And we're going to finish it all off. We're going to soldier field, man. You know what I'm saying? Because there was a fight in soldier field. So we're going to finish it all up with the New Orleans Saints versus the Chicago Bears, baby. This is Monday morning football with the guru. Roll the tape. Sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. Welcome to another episode, man. It's November 2nd, Monday morning football with the guru, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I got to go right to it, man. I'm excited. I can't even hold myself, dog. You know what I'm saying? First thing first, we got to talk about the Steelers versus um, the Ravens, dog. And one thing I want to talk about is, there's an old adage, you know, before I, there's an old adage in, in life, right? You know, we all learn through. We all always learn. Listen to Uncle Guru, man. We all learn, dog. Is that there was one thing you learned is like, you stick to the script. You stick to what you are, right? Whatever your strength is, you stick to what you know. If you're a three-point shooter, guess what? You're three. I'm sticking to be a three-point. I'll be a Kyle Horver. You know what I'm saying? J.J. Reddick. That's who I am. You know what I'm saying? If you're a slasher, go dunk. That's what you do. You slash and go dunk. Know what you are, bro. And in the AFC North, there was two organizations that always knew who they were. That was the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. But now, one of those organizations is off the rails. Yes. One of those organizations forgot who they are, dog. And that's the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens forgot who they were, dog. I know Lamar. Yes, MVP Lamar. Everybody loves Lamar. Lamar is a new, hot, shiny thing. The AFC North is a classic division. It's about class. It's not about the new thing. It's about the making the old thing authentic. That's what they are. They is a class. You have the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a classy organization. Class. The AFC North. The Baltimore Ravens. And they shift with the addition of Lamar. They shift. Now, I look at the Ravens. They're a cute team, bro. 
The Ravens don't look like an AFC North team when I look at them, bro. They're, they're cute. They're doing all this cute stuff, bro. That is not an AFC North. That's a dome team, dog. This is the weather implement division. This is the weather climate division, bro. Throughout the history of the AFC North, the successful team built a team and their quarterback is built a certain way. 6-3, with a big, strong arm, man. That's what it is because you got to make throws outside the numbers in elements in December and January in, in Pittsburgh, in Baltimore. If you live in those areas, bro, that's element. Cincinnati, Cleveland. You need guys that can make throws. The problem with Cleveland Browns and, and, and the Cincinnati Bengals, they always have those little noodle arm quarterbacks, man. The Johnny Manziels. You know what I'm saying? The Baker Mayfields. You got Andy Dalton's. You got noodle arm quarterbacks. But when you do have a successful quarterback, you got Carson Palmer in Cincinnati. They had a good successful one in Carson Palmer because he's a big arm quarterback. Joe Flacco was successful in that division because he's a big arm quarterback. Big Ben is the best in that division because Big Ben is a big arm quarterback. He could throw in all that elements, dog. Lamar Jackson can't do that. He's a kid from Florida, don't. He's a kid from Florida. He can't throw outside the numbers. We're putting too much on the kid. He got deficiencies. He's in the wrong organization. This is a wrong. This don't match, dog. It ain't peanut butter and jelly, homie. No, no, no. This don't match, dog. You talking about a classy organization. Who were pearls, man? You know what I'm saying? You ever see a classy? When you describe a classy lady, you know what I'm saying? They were a bourgeoisie. They were pearls and diamonds. When you see the new hot stud, the, the, the Kim Kardashian, whatever, the new kid on the block, the new, the, the new girls, what they wearing, man? They were diamond chains. It ain't pearls. Pearls is classy. It's classic. A diamond chain and pearls, that ain't classic. That's the new thing. That's the shiny object. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson was a shiny object. Yeah, it's cute, yes. But this is the AFC North, homie. Ain't nothing cute here. Man, this is the AFC North. When the receivers will come block you, man, and knock you out, Heinz Ward. Juju. Anquan Bolden. Steve Smith Sr. This is Baltimore's receiving core, what they used to have, man. Bro, now you know what I see? A bunch of scat backs, dog. Like they in a dome team. They got an offense like they playing in a dome, dog. And you know the crazy thing is? They are committed to this. They went all in. It's like they just sort of the, the beautiful shiny object like a bug, like a fly. They saw the light and they just went all in. And now they're stuck, dog. You know why they're stuck? Because everybody knows this, dude. I do the, everybody knows this. Lamar can't throw outside the numbers, even if it's great weather. Now add on elements and then add on the defensive specialist, defensive scheme against him. Come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? There's certain kids that's there and they're put in, in, in an environment to succeed. They're put in an environment to succeed and maximize. Lamar Jackson being in the AFC North. And the Baltimore Ravens picking them up right there. They just went off the script.
They went off this script, and you're about to see that, man. The Pittsburgh still, look what's happening. You finna see that. The Ravens are about to start taking slide, man. Because that ain't the Ravens, dog. You know, you know who the Ravens beat? They beat other cute teams. When he comes against power team, team that knows this game, does the Ravens stand up? No, against the Titans, no. No, they can't stand up against the Titans, against the Steelers, no. They can't stand up against teams like that, bro. Then that's not the Ravens style, dog. They went off the wagon, they went off the rail. And I'm sorry, John Harbour. I'm sorry, man, it looks good, but I know you're frustrated. Trust me, I know you are, dog. I know you are because you put everything, you did everything you can to make this dude successful. You guys are hiding so much deficiencies. You, that's a great coaching staff because you guys are doing a great job of putting mascara on. You know what I'm saying? You guys are putting everything on. But at the end of the day, brah, at the end of the day, you guys just went off the script. And now you got to ad lib. And that's what I feel the Ravens are doing right now. They're ad living now you know who's not ad living <laughs> you know who's not ad living the miami dolphins the miami dolphins not ad living y'all i'm telling y'all two or two or two or two or two a time and we all been waiting for this and i'm telling you the miami dolphins absolutely crush the los angeles rams bro the Miami Dolphins absolutely crushed the Los Angeles. And the thing that what 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 I thought about when I was watching this game, you know, because I had the Dolphins when it was a setup for the for the Rams. I felt like it was like a it was like a two cities, right? It's just the, I, because both cities kind of fit each other. You know what I'm saying? Like this, the gate, the team fit their city. That's what I'm trying to say. Both team kind of fit their city. You know what I'm saying? The Los Angeles Rams come out to L.A., La La Land, cute. You know what I'm saying? All this finesse, all this blah, 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 all this stuff, man, all this fluff, 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 all this fluff. You know, Sean McVay doing all this jet motion, fluff, just all fluffs. There's nothing authentic. It's just fluffs, dog. And then you go to South Beach, Miami, hard nose, brah. Dog, you go to them dudes South Florida, hard nose. I'm talking about the demographics is hard nose culture, brah. And that's what you see the Miami Dolphins, how they come out and play, dog. Hard nose culture of the city of Miami, dog. Trust me, man. I saw the first 48, man. They ain't have no damn first 48 in L.A. You know what they have in L.A., man? The Kim Kardashian shows. That little soft, that's what they got in L.A. You know what they got in Miami? They got, they got Miami Vice for your millennial. Y'all don't know that. I don't know that either, but I just heard about it. You know what I'm saying? They got Scarface, homie. That's what they got. It's a different hard-nosed mentality, dog. And this freaking Los Angeles Rams are softer and fake, dog. They're a bunch of fluff, just like a, uh, just like a girl from Hollywood, dog. Just if you have a hookup with a girl from Hollywood, you wake up the next day, you're like, oh, my God. Who are you in my house? Because it's fake, dog. You see the real thing the next day, dog. The Los Angeles Rams are fake, dog. Or fake. Sean McVay, that little cute little offense they run. Oh, horizontal left, horizontal right. But when they go against a team, a physical team, 
that smack you in the face like when they go to South Beach. You get smacked in the face, dog. And the Miami Dolphins with Tua and that defense and Mike Flores. Or Brian Flores, I'm sorry, Brian Flores. Brian Flores, by the way, on a side note, he got Sean McVay's number, dog. He got Sean McVay's number, dog, because he's the same dude that just uh, orchestrated that defensive scheme in the Super Bowl that made Sean McVay look like a JV coach. Yo, remember that? That's the same Sean McVay, this, the, the boy genius. Oh, the, the boy genius. I got a beef with that. So what is Brian Flores now? The, he's here, a boy genius. It's like, y'all never call the defensive guys geniuses. But I'm a defensive guy. My man, Brian Flores, was a real genius in that game, dog. Because he had my man Jared Goff seeing Ghost, man, in South Beach. And that's real talk. And La La Land, mm-mm-mm. Y'all remember when Kim Kardashian show? Remember when they tried to do Dash in South Beach? You know why it didn't work? Because they're a bunch of fluffs. And my guys in South Florida don't deal with fluffs. Ten minutes from now, man, I got to talk about, I got to tell y'all, y'all just stay tuned. Ten minutes from now, we got to talk about the biggest menace in football right now, dog. I know we just finished Halloween, but this dude is a menace to society, man. I got to talk about him, dog. DK Metcalf, he's a menace to society. Ten minutes from now, I got to talk about him. After I come back from this break, I got to talk about the most disrespectful team in football, man. Right now, the most disrespectful team in football. After I come back from these breaks, man, this is Monday Morning Football with the Guru. You are listening to Monday Morning Football with the Guru. For more sports content, visit youtube.com slash world of sports network. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Monday morning football with the guru. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. And check this out. If y'all watching this on YouTube, Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Y'all know the drill, man. Let's go hit that bell, baby. And if y'all on the uh, on the podcast, however you listening on the podcast, go ahead and follow, man. Subscribe. Do all what you need to do, baby. Because every Monday morning, y'all, I talk about the football reaction. I want to talk about basically the most disrespectful team probably in, in, in the football right now, dog. And I don't even know why. I really don't know why. Because they got everything, every element you need to be a Super Bowl contender. But <laughs> nobody talk about them. I'm talking about Indianapolis. I'm talking about you, Chris Ballard and company. I'm talking about the Indianapolis coach, Frank Wright and company, bro. Probably most disrespected organization. Nobody, nobody even mentioned them, dog. It's all about the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Kansas City Chiefs. and it's all, That's what it's all about. We even talk about the Cleveland Browns. Who talk about the Indianapolis Colts other than the Guru, dog? One of the most disrespected teams. This team is what, 5-2 and two right now, dog? 5-2, and two, and they have the team built for success. I'm talking about the team that's built for the playoff, dog. I'm talking about the team that's built for the long haul. Oh, my goodness, bro. It's like, you guys, let me introduce y'all. The Indianapolis Colts defense is probably them in the Pittsburgh defense and the Tampa Bay defense, bro. Those are by far the three best defense in all of football, and it's not even close. It's not even close. You could you could throw you could throw a penny up. Who you want? Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, uh, or you want Tampa Bay? You it's not even. But you know what? Nobody talk about Naptown. 
Heck, even their name, their nickname is called Naptown. Because people sleep on the coats. Nah, 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 nah. Not the guru, homie. Not the guru, homie. Because I see that defensive line. Y'all ain't going to fool me, dog. I see you, Grover Stewart. Do you think I'll be peeping you, Grover? Grover Stewart, you are one, probably one of the best run blocking interior linemen in the game, my young fella. Late round, sixth round draft pick. Dog, Grover, the guru watched the films, dog. The guru and my man, DeForest, oh my goodness, what a great pickup. What a great pickup. You can't run on the Colts, bro. It's like people talk about you can't run on Steelers. You, dog, you cannot run on the Indianapolis Colts, bro. And are you talking about the defense, the linebackers? Holy smoke, dog. Hey, hey, no, hey, take away, no bullshit, no BS. Excuse my language, because I'm so hyped. No BS, because I'm talking about the linebackers. Linebackers, you got to be, you got to say cuss word when you're a linebacker. But Levante David and my man um, White, yes, they're the most explosive linebacker in court. Yes, sorry, Bob. Yes, sorry. But, Bob, I want to tell you all about the best linebacker in court you all probably never heard of. My man Anthony Walker, Darius Leonard, and my African, I don't even, I, I can't say his name, and my African, oh, my freaking God, dude. Oh, my freaking God, bro. Like, holy smoke. Like, y'all better go check the film, dog. I'm giving y'all some guru-ness out here, man. I know y'all listening to this because they call me the guru. Y'all want to learn something. The Indianapolis Colts are the scariest team in the whole AFC that match up against the top-tier team. They match up great against um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They match up great against the Kansas City Chiefs. Trust me. Ask Andy Reid about that. And this week, guess what? They play the Baltimore Ravens, and they match up even swell against the Baltimore Ravens because you can't run on them, dog. And that linebacker, oh, my goodness, dog. That linebacker, go, that linebacker core moves sideline to sideline. Okay, Lamar. Okay, Lamar. I know y'all coming out mad, but it's all right, dude. It's all right. Y'all going against another. Oh, man. Hey, y'all remember this, bro. Y'all remember this. Y'all heard this. This is Monday morning, November 2nd. On Monday morning football at the Guru, the Colts gonna handle business, homie. They're like, oh Guru, oh Philip Rivers this. Oh, what about Philip Rivers throw picks? <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I know. Philip Rivers could do this, but nah, homie. They got an offensive line. They got a running game, dog. You saw Philip Rivers throwing dime after the bye week, dog. They got a, a veteran quarterback that's been through it, dog, that has adversity tolerance, that's been through it, that's throwing quick sixes and still come back and act like nothing happened. I need that going forward. I need guys that's been through adversity tolerance, and the Colts got that, homie, in Phillip Rivers. In Phillip Rivers. They probably got one of the best young defensive coordinators in the game, Brian Euphilus. I can't even say his last name. But he's probably one of the best young defensive corner in the game. Nobody talks about the Indianapolis Colts. I know they call nap time for a reason. But now I'm trying to wake you all up, man. Put the alarm clock on, man. I want the world to know, dog. I want the world to know. The Indianapolis Colts, dog, might be the AFC scariest team. Now, moving on from, you know, the Indianapolis scariest team to probably the fakest team, man. The Green Bay Packers, dog, and Aaron Rodgers. Y'all watch this content. Y'all know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers, dog. Know what I'm saying? Y'all know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. Like, yes, bless his heart. He's a very talented human being. Very talented human being. 
but he's not a very good person. He's not a very good, he's, he's not an overall, just because he's talented, overall don't make him a, a very good quarterback. He could throw the ball amazingly, but there's certain key things that I don't think you guys emphasize that Aaron Rodgers lacked, and that's why he stuck at one Super Bowl, dog. That's why he stuck at one Super Bowl, dog. It's like, this dude, I see right now, what I'm noticing with the Green Bay Packers, what I'm noticing, I'm seeing them taking the personality of Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I'm seeing the team take their personality. I saw a stat somewhere. You know, I'm not a stats guy, so I don't even care. I saw a stat somewhere, though. You know what I'm saying? That once Aaron Rodgers trail, basically, he, 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 don't, he can't come back. He can't come back. Like, you look at the Green Bay Packers, dog. When I mean they fit Aaron it's like they got that laser affair. It's like for a team that's supposed to be so talented, it's like they always get the craziest, stupidest losses, dog. And when they lose, they be getting their ass handed to them. The cheese hair dude, like they are fraud, like they are Aaron Rodgers, dude. And then this little cocky son of a gun, man. Relax, R E L A X. You know what I'm saying? Saying, oh, my worst is 90% of other quarterbacks' best. Homie, son, you only got one Super Bowl ring, dog. Like, who are, who, who are you? Do you want to know who got who else got Super Bowl? One Super Bowl rings? Brad Johnson, he got one Super Bowl ring. Trent Dilfer got one Super Bowl ring. You know the difference between those guys and you? Those guys maximize their potential. They maximize it, dog. They were leaders, dog. It don't take just a, a strong arm. That's the reason why Aaron Rodgers, the only reason why he even got one Super Bowl, because in that locker room, they had a leader, a strong leader in Charles Woodson. I keep saying this for years, dog. His leadership is so poor. He don't galvanize his team. It's, he don't do that. That's why when they're behind, it's like it's a wrap, dog. It's a Christmas gift. You see other quarterbacks. You see Russ yelling at these guys. Oh, no, not even yelling. Clapping it up like, yo, fellas, we can do it. You see Brady be like, God, come on, guys. But you know what you do What you see in the sideline with Aaron Rodgers? He's shaking his eye like a little girl. Like he was raised up by his aunts and, and aunties and, and moms and all females. No disrespect, but it's just tendencies. It's like, trust me, I have a homie, one of my best friends. He was raised up by his aunts, man, all female. He's an alpha dude, but he has tendencies. All that rolling the eye, bruh, if you have a daddy, man, that daddy was, man, let me see. Bruh, roll your eye, you have a daddy. Bro, you get your butt, you don't have no eyes. This man, when things don't go right, this man be chilling, dog. He be going to the sideline. Don't even talk to his teammate, bro. I don't dig this dude, man. I've been saying this for years and years and years, bro. I've been saying it for years. Oh, and this bad man, this and that. Nah, homie. We're, we're seeing the, what a great leadership is, dog. What great leaders, dog. Look at Big Ben. Big Ben was never a great leader, but you saw when he took his chance. Big Ben of change, turn over a new leaf, and now look at Pittsburgh, bro. 
I'm tired of his excuses for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he don't have weapons. Oh, they don't draft this. Oh, he don't got this. Oh, he don't got that. Bruh. If you could galvanize your guys. I've seen a guy named Teddy Bridgewater. Galvanize guys. I've seen that with my own eyes, dog. I see guys that play for that guy. Aaron Rodgers, those guys don't go out there and take a bullet for Aaron Rodgers, dog. His Lazar Fair attitude. I don't like that, man. I saw it. I thought Matt LaFleur. I thought my man LaFleur is going to come in and put his imprint, dog. But because they, they started winning, it was pushback. Now, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is being Aaron Rodgers. That's what I see. That's what I see, dog. This team don't get up, dog. I've been saying this for years, man. That's the problem with the Green Bay Packers. It ain't, oh, they don't have the best, oh, they don't have no line, or they don't have, they didn't draft a, a Pro Bowl wide receiver for this and that. Who gives a damn, dog? The New England Patriots and Tom Brady have no damn Pro Bowl wide receiver. They didn't draft no first round. Let me tell you, no first round wide receiver. Who, 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 who was the first round wide receiver? Wells Walker? Freaking the other guy that played, Julian Edelman, he was a former quarterback. Well, what are y'all talking about, man? Russell Wilson went with undrafted free agent. Javon Curse, Baldwin, get, get out of here with that nonsense. Oh, I need a first. Get, don't stop feeding me that nonsense about Aaron Rodgers, dog. My man ain't no leader. It's about leadership being a CEO. My man got a great company, got a great product, and the only thing he's doing is he's just staying cool because that's what he is. He's cool, man. Cali cool, homie. Cali cool, man. That's why the cheesehead are who, what they are, man. That's why every time, when it comes December and January, that is when the cheese is expired. You check the expiration date in Green Bay. You check the package. Made in Green Bay, Wisconsin, led by Aaron Rodgers, when they have no leadership. It's called expiration date, December, early January. That's what always happened. They can't blame O-line. You can't blame defense. You can't blame McCarthy. You can't blame no one. The blame goes to Aaron, no leadership, Rodgers. Man. Man, he got me hype about that one, man. He got me hype about that one. So I got to move on. I want to move on to Bill Belichick, man, and the Patriots versus the Bills, dog. And I want to tell y'all something, man. <laughs> hey, Bill got y'all, homie. Bill didn't get the guru. Bill got y'all. The Patriots been tanking. The Patriots came into this season knowing they're tanking, dog. <laughs> it's like... They know they were tanking. Like, I don't know what, maybe the media or something, what y'all didn't see, but there were clear, clear, clear indication, homie, that my man Bill Belichick was taking this season off, dog. He was taking this season off, homie. Like, like yo, you know that emoji, that, eh, you know what I'm saying? That's what Bill and y'all over there, man. You think Bill cares what's going on right now, man? You think Bill is a short-term thinker, dog? You think Bill didn't anticipate this happening? You think you come on, bro? This dude is a OG. You think you think Bill didn't know Cam Newton and his dad? Like he he didn't have it. 
You, you, if Cam Newton happened, we all know Cam Newton would have been signed for by, by, by another organization, dog. Ben was forced. It's like, you know what? We're going to tank like the way the Miami Dolphins did, dog. I love what he did, dog. It's like, where do you think the Miami Dolphins learned how to tank, dog? Is that process Bill Belichick? Basically what you do, the art of tanking by the New England Patriots, dog. Ally, the Miami Dolphins did it last year. Get rid of everything. Start over, dog. It's a, it's a fight. They're finna start over, dog. They brought in a bridge quarterback. Just like the, the Dolphins brought in Fitzmagic. Yeah, because, you know, he could bring in crowd. Yeah, Fitzmagic. Ah, he got a flair. He looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill brought in Cam Newton. Oh, yeah, he brought that flair. He could talk good on the microphone, wearing crazy hats and suits. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. To distract you from what's really going on, dog. What's really going on? Bill wants to get a top seven draft pick, dog. He might get top five draft pick, dog, because the Patriots stinks. Oh, they stink. They stink. They stink, dog. And they stink on purpose, dog. You know what I'm saying? Bill took a shower and then put deodorant on on purpose, dog. You ain't, I'm telling y'all, he's like, I don't need no deodorant. I don't care about this season. That's what he's trying to tell y'all. They're still going to be competitive. Hell yeah, they're going to be competitive because it's Belichick, yeah. But he knows, he knows of all people, bro. Trust me. Trust me. You can see. You check, hey, check, my, hey, check my content. You can see. You can look at the schedule and see the, the, uh, the Patriots didn't have the personnel. Like, they didn't have the personnel. Belichick is not only the head coach, but he's the GM. So he picks the personnel, and you know they didn't have the personnel grouping going into this season, dog. That's a no-brainer, dog. That's a no-brainer, man. Bill Belichick ain't fooling no one. The New England Patriots are tanking just like the Miami Dolphins did, dog. And they're going to stack. They got a crap load of um, space. They're going to get a crap load of picks, dog. And they're going to rebuild quick. Look at the Dolphins, dog. The Dolphins is not that extreme. The Patriots are not in an extreme case like the Dolphins, but it's the same prototype. It's the same module. It's the same module. And that's what New England is executing, the same exact thing, dog, because they're looking for their quarterback diamond in the rough, for their future. Bill ain't worried. Check his receipts, dog. Bill, Bill, Bill earned the right to have a losing season. He earned the right to take this season off to build for next. That's what great people do. That's what winners do. That's what successful brands do. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to sacrifice. You got to take a, 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 a one step backwards to take two steps forward, bro. So this whole season, I know the media, they're talking about, oh, my gosh. Look, all the Patriots, what's happening? Oh, this and that. And I even I said it's the end of a dynasty. Yes, it is. It is the end of a dynasty, dog. But the difference is the Patriots are going to, Come back strong, bro. You know what I'm saying? Come back strong because the leader of the dynasty, the creator of the dynasty, still is there. So if you know how to create once, trust me, you could create two times. If you know how to make a baby one baby, trust me, you know how to make two of them, dog. Trust me. If you can make one, you know how to make two. And the Patriots knew it was a dynasty, and they were going to be a dynasty again because Belichick tanked this season. In about two minutes after the break, 
after the break, not even two minutes, about less than a minute, right? Less than a minute. I'm going to talk Seahawks 49ers. We got to talk the home team, all right? So after the break, the home team. And after that, we got to close it off with the Saints versus the Bears, all right? Saints and Bears. So I'll be right back after a station identification. You are listening to Monday Morning Football with the Guru. For more sports content, visit youtube.com slash world of sports network yes sir yes sir yes sir it's the g to the u to the r to the u it's monday morning football with the guru man appreciate y'all listening shoot if y'all still with us 30 minutes into it man y'all go ahead man shoot me some love man get me that like that love if you're still listening to this i'm talking to you yes all y'all yeah, male shouldn't be jealous. That's a female trait. You know what I'm saying? So I want you to put a comment. I want you to comment something. Just to make sure I know y'all were listening. Be like, hey, Guru, what up, homie? All right, just give me a what up, homie. In the, somewhere in the comment. This, I know it's somewhere down the line, man. Be like, what up, homie? All right. So now I want to talk about the um, 49ers and the, and the Seahawks, man. I want to talk about my man Shanahan, dog. My man Shanny, dog, oh man, it's like, when I look at what's going on with Jimmy G, you know, Kyle Shanahan, and the whole, it's just, it's, 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 something's not working out. It's not working out, man. It's not working out. I could see it's not working out, man. And that got me thinking, when, how did it get to this point? How did it get to this point, man? And I just, it got me all thinking, y'all know, yes, this is the home team, but, you know, the the I, I, I was grown home with the DMV, so I'm a Washington football team guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Washington football team. That's my blood. But the home team right here is the Seahawks. So, with that said, my man Kyle Shanahan was once over there, offensive coordinator, with his dad, head coach Mike Shanahan. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like probably the best quarterback, Kyle Shanahan, probably – had a hand put, like he actually had a hand in picking. In picking when he was in D.C. In other places, he didn't have a hand pick. You know, Matt Schaub was in Houston. Um, freaking uh, Matt Ryan was in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? It's like, in D.C. was like when he actually had a chance to pick. Like in my opinion, like when he actually picked his quarterback. So obviously Dan Snyder, you know, made us pick RG3. So then Kyle and Mike, Pick Kirk Cousins. Yes, my man Kirk Cousins, everybody's favorite. You like that? Yeah, all oh, before you like that. And we all seen the progression of Kirk Cousins, how he came up from the Kyle Shanahan offense. And it got me thinking. It's like, you ever been in a situation where you grew up with someone, like a, like a young lady? Y'all know me. You know what I'm saying? You grew up with your next door neighbor. You know what I'm saying? She's a young lady. You're a guy. Y'all grew up together. New, and then she ended up being a very attractive. Not like not like the best thing in the world, but just but attractive. But since y'all grew up, y'all had a connection. You know what I'm saying? You know her flaws. You know everything. You've seen her. You know what I'm saying? When she used to pick her nose. When she ate a booger. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember when she ate a booger. Yeah, you remember all that. You can't get out your mind. But now you've seen her when other people were were, were were just courting her. You're like, oh my gosh. So that whole Kirk Cousin, Jimmy G situation, dog, I think it's a mistake. I think Kirk Cousin and Shanahan and those guys picked the wrong 
partners. Real talk. You know how sometimes you get in the wrong relationship? It looks good, but they got the wrong partners. And you could tell. You could tell they got the wrong partners because both of their partners is possessive. When one partner in the relationship is possessive, it's about a trust issue. There's no trust. Mike Zimmer, don't trust Kirk Cousins. They beat the Green Bay Packers. Kirk Cousins threw the ball 14 times, homie. 14 times, dude. A high school freshman quarterback throw 14 times in the first quarter. My man threw 14 times the whole game. He's a one of the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, dog. That's called lack of trust. This dude is handcuffing him. You ever met some dudes that won't let their girl go outside? Because they just want to handcuff them because they're scared or insecure or whatever, dog. And look at what Kyle Shanahan is doing with Jimmy G. He don't trust Jimmy G. Every time now, he benching Jimmy G every other week. Now talking about oh, his, his, his health situation, this and that. Why is it when he sucks, he bench him, and when they're losing, it's the health situation. But when they're winning, when they smack, who the hell did they just finish smacking? Freaking the Rams, I believe, right? Oh, what happened to Jimmy G's health then at that time? With Aaron Donner, oh, Jimmy G all of a sudden health was fine. Oh, 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 yeah. But then when they're getting their, their brains busted in, they're getting stumped. They're getting stumped. Shanny, you know what he does? He straight handcuffed that dude because he don't trust him, dog. He don't, if you don't yank him, he takes the ball away from them, dog. That just shows you you don't trust your partner, homie. Right now, it's I feel like it's so similar. I feel like Jimmy G, um, Kirk Cousin, Shanahan, Mike Zimmer, I feel like they're in a situation, in a relationship. And I feel like they're looking at each other. I feel like Kirk Cousin is over there calling his, you know, who he grew up with. Uh, uh, he's calling Kyle. They're talking on the phone. You know what I'm saying? And they're talking about each other's relationships. You know, I met Kirk Cousins like, hey, Kyle, Mike Zimmer. <laughs> Zimmer won't do nothing. I can't even do this. Yes, Zimmer just, he just want to run the ball. So Dalvin Cook all the time, 30 damn carries. And, you know, my man Kyle is like, hey, Kurt, I know, man. I got a guy that I can't throw that deep ball you like to throw. That my play action deep ball, Kurt. The reason why you got paid too much, man. Bruh, 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 bruh. The Carol, I mean, Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings with Mike Zimmer. Kirk, Mike Zimmer picked the wrong partner in Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins picked the wrong partner in Mike Zimmer. Kyle Shanahan picked the wrong partner in Jimmy G. Jimmy G accepted the wrong date with Kyle Shanahan. The way all this would have been, Kyle should have stuck with Kirk. Beautiful. They grew up together. You know what I'm saying? They had synergy. That's best friends right there. You know what I'm saying? And, and, um, Zimmer should have stuck with Keenan. And my man, Jimmy G, should have stayed in New England. That's what everything should have been. But because that didn't happen, guess what? New England is in shits. Freaking, they can't even let um, Kirk Cousins throw the ball. Jimmy G got benched every three weeks. You see this love triangle right there? Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happened 
when you choose the wrong partner. Sometimes the right partner might just be right next door. Man, feel bad for those guys, man. But you know what? Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about the Seahawks. The home team, I want to talk about the 49ers and the little love triangle over there, man. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they, they're dating the wrong girl. You know who we dating? The right girl, baby. I want to talk about the organization that got the right wife, man. And we got on the knees, dog. We got the ring on the finger, man. My wife don't cheat, baby. I love my wife. In Russ, we trust, baby. And you know what? You know when you have a beautiful relationship and you have a wife, you know what comes up after the wedding and wives? You get a baby, dog. You know what I'm saying? When it's a beautiful marriage, you have the wife, you got the husband, you got a freaking baby. And you know what type of baby you make when you have a successful wife and her husband? You have yourself a beast. And that beast is called D.K. Metcalf. Oh, my God, we got one. We got one, baby, Seattle. We got ourselves. DK Mecca, because we got the right partner, baby. Because we chose the right partner. You know why? Because my man Pete chose Russ over Matt Flynn. If y'all don't remember, dog, you know what I'm saying? My man Pete Carroll said it was an open competition because my man Pete's like, you know what? I saw Matt Flynn. They were on dating. Pete almost gave Matt Flynn the ring, baby. In fact, he gave him the ring. But he was like, no, no, no. That's just a promise ring. He tricked Matt Flynn, dog. He tripped my friends like, oh, yeah, I got a ring. He put a ring on it. No sorry, Bob. It was a promise ring. And we all know what a promise ring does. It's I promise you I'm only going to be with you for a little bit. That's what a promise ring is. I promise I'm only going to be for a little bit till I get somebody else. And my man, Russ, came. And when Russ came, it was a match made in heaven. You all know what it is. It's like peanut butter and jelly, baby. It's like hamburger, meat, and cheese, and a bun, baby. It's like french fries, meat, and July 4th, baby. Yes. In Russ, we trust. And then with that mergence, you have a guy like DK. DK, the man is the son of a perfect marriage. Uh, marriage. The son of a perfect culture. You know what you get? You get offsprings. You got beautiful offsprings when you have a beautiful marriage. When you have Russ, we trust. When, you remember when Russ is like, hey, I want to get paid. Because you have my wife. You know what, wife? You, want, you get what you want. A happy wife is a happy life. That's what they said, right? You make Russ happy, guess what? She's going to give you a beautiful offspring. And look at that offspring. Isn't that the whole point of having a wife? Is to have an offspring? Or at least, you know, and the whole art of having an offspring, the whole way. Anyways, my man DK is the menace. And he's a menace to society. Yes. Because he is the offspring of a two-parent household. Yes, let me tell you all that. He's an offspring of a two-parent household that has college degrees, PhDs, man. That are scholars and athletic. Man, he's the combination of an alien. When you have the two most successful people, you know what I'm saying? It's like, imagine this, dog. Imagine Bill Gates, right? And, and, and Hussein Bolt. Coming together, oh my God, dog, you're going to have the fastest, the fastest, smartest track run in the world. When you have Russell Wilson and his, win and his winning mentality and his mindset, and you have Pete Carroll, his winning mentality and his mindset, and you merge that together, you got yourself the winning offspring of DK the Menace, baby. Y'all remember that? DK the Menace. 
just like Dennis the Menace. Man, and when DK the Menace gets in trouble, you know what he does? He yells, Mr. Wilson. And guess who called coming? Yeah, Dennis. DK the Menace, baby. I love it, man. Just like Dennis the Menace, when he's in trouble, guess who he yelled for? Mr. Wilson. Because he got himself his daddy, Mr. Wilson. That's the home team, dog. That's the home team. Hey, if y'all like that, and y'all still with me, man, we're about 45 minutes. We're almost done. We're getting to the last, man. Y'all still with me, man, and you still didn't make that comment earlier. You're on the podcast. You're on the YouTube. Subscribe and be like, yo, guru, you crazy as hell, man. I want to hear from y'all, man. I want y'all to tell me if I'm crazy or not. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to all y'all. Male shouldn't be jealous. That's a female trait. Now, let me tell you about another female trait, dog. Finish it up with the Saints and the Bears. Let me tell you about a female trait. You know what the Saints remind me of and the Bears? You know what they kind of remind me of, dog, when I mention a female trait? They remind me of a, you don't know how you have the filters, right? You know what I'm saying? Those, the filter on your, on, your, on your social media, on your pictures, whatever you want to do. You have filters because the real thing don't, might not look as good. So you know what you do? Before you post it up, you put a filter. This the goo ain't no filter here, baby. This is the real deal, holy field. My competitors, they got filters, dog. You know what I'm saying? They filter their, their deficiencies. Man, I look at the New Orleans Saints who were like five and two or six, whatever their record is. The, the, the Chicago Bears five and three. These guys are freaking filters. They're fake. They're fake, dog. They're like they're, they're like a girl with, with, with fake assets. You know what I'm saying? You ever seen a, a, a girl that has fake titties, fake booty? You know, Kim Kardashian. You're like, oh, man. Oh, man, they look good in the eyes, in the, in, in, in the surface. Yeah, in the odd surface from like, from like a first down away. You're like, man, okay. You might not even tell they're fake. You can't tell they're fake. But you know how you know they're fake, bro? You ever seen a real woman with the real jugs and real ass stand next to the one that's fake? Holy smoke, you could see that a mile away, dog. You could see that a mile away. When I see the New Orleans Saints and the Chicago Bears, when I put them next to, you know what I'm saying, a Seattle Seahawks. You know what I'm saying? And I know that both of them beat the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back then. But when I see them against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, when I see them against that echelon of teams, dog, I look at the Saints, I look at the Bears, and I'm like, oh, man. Man, look, man, y'all are fake as hell, bruh. Y'all got plastic titties. Y'all got silicone, plastic. Y'all got ass that flow. You, you, you can't even drown with your ass. You can't go to the pool with them. You can't go to weather elements. When you have fake titties, fake ass, you can't go. If it's raining outside, you're like, oh, snap. You notice that? Fake titties and fake ass never come out in the cold. They don't play well in the cold. The New Orleans Saints, they're fake, dog. Yes, they look good. Some days, they might fool you. Someday you're like, you know what? I don't give a damn if it's fake or not. I'm still going to enjoy it. But uh, in the heart of it all, we all know what it is. Because when you see and you put a real ass, a real titties, 
next to a plastic ass, plastic titties. It's just easy comparison, dog. Easy comparison. And you will see why once it's a filter and how once it's real. The New Orleans Saints and the Chicago Bears are identical. They're both fake. That's why this game went to overtime. Two fake, two fake teams. They, 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 we didn't even know who's gonna win because it's a fake game. It's just fake. Fake records. The winner's gonna be like, oh my God, look at this record. It's fake, dog. It's like a mirage. You ever been stuck in a in a in a, in a, in a desert, dog? And you think you see water? You like, oh my God, water. And no, I never, I know y'all haven't. Because if you get stuck in the island or in the desert, they won't be listening to me. But imagine the movies we've seen. You know what I'm saying? Like Castaway or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Is it Castaway? Produce, is it Castaway in the island? Whoever got stuck in the island, man. And then he's 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 seeing water, but he's really eating sand. He's thinking what? That's what it is, dog. Because I bet you the, the Saints fan base, they're like, oh, look, we're going to get Mike Thomas back. Oh, oh, my God. We we did this. We did that. No, homie. All that is fake, dog. It's like surgery, dog. Mike, Mike Thomas is like you just getting Botox. Him coming is like you adding more. Oh, Botox. Look, now you smile better. Ooh. But it ain't nothing. Ain't nothing better than that original freaking teeth. So they could see that crease, baby. That's called adversity crease. Struggles. Overcoming. And I don't see silicon, fake titties, Chicago Bears, fake thighs, fake ass, New Orleans Saints when they stand next to real ass, real titties. You will see the fake curl down. And this conclude great episode of Monday Morning Football with the ghoul. Y'all know the drill. Like this. Love this. Share this. And I am out.